0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Mile of Golf podcast well into the 200s now and plans just to keep on going. This week, we've got a fair bit to cover, some great golf on the weekend, the New Zealand Open, Brendan Jones picking up the win, Mike Caridi has joined us as always, quite a lot to get through with some of Mike's Twitter action. Let's bring Mike in and talk about all of that. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Magic Mike Caridi, how are you? Are you
1: well? Uh, yes. Why okay. not? Oh, you I to... actually am I am all right. I am all right up this week. you yeah, to we'll reconsider that pause, that- uh, um... No, no. It's it's the first week I haven't been in Sydney for three weeks. Was my first full week in Melbourne, and um, I've been trying to keep fit. I think we talked a little bit about it at the start of the year, so I've been trying to ride the bike to work at least once a week. So I just squeeze a ride in on Friday, and then on Monday I did it again, and I realized that riding a bike two days out of four- Two, with two games of golf over the weekend, makes you quite tired.
0: Oh, good. Well, well done uh, for getting on the fitness trial. It's coming up to April, and that's when I kick off my uh, fitness season, despite having said that I'd do that in January, February, March. <laughs> April April is the, is the month for me to um, hit the pool. As the as the warm weather goes away and the cold weather comes in, that's the motivation I need to get up and get in a swimming pool. Uh, but that's by the by. Uh, and anyone that's tuning in for the first, second or third time knows uh, why Mike's talking about not going to Sydney because he travels a lot because he is the king of cheese, uh, the official king of cheese in Australia, he, King Island Dairy. Um, that's not sponsored. Mike is the boss of that and he goes up and back to Sydney making sure that everyone's cheese stops going yeah. through the roof in this great inflation world. The interest rates have hiked up again. Mike's just trying to keep the price of cheese down for us all. Um, anyway. What
1: trying are, to help the people. Try, trying to help the people eat uh, award-winning cheese. We won, a, we won a great award last week um, for, the, for Rocket's cheese, Rocket's favourite cheese, the uh, King Island Stokes Point Smoked cheddar. So, uh, big award given out last week. I was in Sydney, but the awards were in Melbourne. Uh, so, Rocket was very happy. He was, uh, he's, he's giving big applause to the uh, King Island Dairy, which was good.
0: Oh, what a great way to start off um, Australia's greatest uh, and longest-serving golf podcast. Uh, well done. Talking about cheese again. Um, let's just get, <laughs> yeah. let's just get straight straight into talking about the New Zealand Open. Um, yes. Um, we can, as as we will. Probably come back to another topic and then finish off with some of the other stuff. But Brendan Jones, what a great win for, I've got to say the young man, uh, generically, mm. everyone a young man, but Brendan Jones, yeah. not a—you know that young by sort of measurement of the average age of the playing group over there. I met Brendan recently at Peninsula Kingswood at the Callaway Paradigm launch, and probably why I wanted to get straight into talking about the Callaway Paradigm launch, because uh, and, and which Brendan used to win the New Zealand Open. Uh, this, yeah. to make, this is going to make you very jealous, Mike. You can see my, uh, what's that? From? I can. Um, is new... that the LS? Uh, no, there's not an LS model here. Here's my uh-huh. new Call- Callaway Paradigm. I was asking whether that was turning up last week, and uh, it turned up this week. There it is. Uh, that is the new.
1: What is a plastic still on that?
0: Well, I haven't used it. And oh. um, anyone that knows me that's played golf uh, when I get a new golf club knows that the ultimate flex is for me to uh, pull up to the first team and go, oh, what's under here? Oh, and then pull the plastic off. And uh,
1: <laughs> I, played, I played golf a few weeks. I'm trying to think of where I was, but I played golf with two young blokes starting. I've played a lot of golf by myself lately, and I've played, played with a lot of people and talked to them about their golf journeys, and I would say 50% have picked it up in the last 12 months and the majority of playing more than they've ever played, just going nuts for it. And one of the boys I played with had just bought a new set of sticks and the plastic was still on, but he hit one of his hybrids or... Hit one of his hybrids, and he goes, "Oh, I forgot to take the plastic off." He already hit it, hit the ball, and then he was walking up the fairway, ripping the plastic off the club. So, yeah, you're not the only one out there with new sticks.
0: Maybe, maybe he pulled that move off me. <laughs> uh, that, it, that really extra is. distance. Uh, it doesn't really get me any any friends or or um, laughs, doesn't yeah. it? People, people just call me a wanker when I do that. Mostly, uh, Blake, but...
1: Blakey would have pulled him up and given him a penalty for leaving the plastic on. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the
0: last the last driver I pulled the plastic off was in uh, Scotland at. Um, at uh, Loch Lyman, it was the predecessor to, or well, not even the predecessor, it's still current, but it was the previous one to this, uh, the, the LS, the uh, Rogue ST Max LS. Yeah. So I got fitted by this, uh, by Mark Wong, and um, come back to the other fellow who works down there at Callaway. I've just gone blank, as I do, because I'm getting old, like Brendan Jones. Um, but I got fitted for this down at Callaway, and it's mm. very similar spec to the Rogue ST Max. We've beefed up the shaft a Little just in weight, but it's exactly the same shaft because I really did like that and it performed the best. And uh, this is longer than the Rogue ST Max, so I can't wait
1: I've, to, uh, I've heard that.
0: Can't wait to get it on the course and uh can't wait to get it testing. I might do some testing with that. Uh, you can see the full swing launch monitor behind me there, Mike. Um,
1: okay,
0: uh, as used by Tiger Woods. So we might do some testing with the Rogue ST Max and the Rogue uh,
1: and the um Cali Paradigm Triple Diamond. I've John, got a tech John, question for you. Far away. Tech question, you ready? Hmm. I was playing golf the other week and one of the guys that I was playing with picked up my golf club and he's he's um sort of just having a swing and he's like, gee, the this is much heavier than my golf club. Hmm. And this is the bit where you can correct me. And I said, I think it's not necessarily heavier. I think it's the weight difference between the head and the shaft and the balance of it's what's making it feel heavier. Would that be right? Well, why would it feel heavier? When he's got his club in his hand, his yeah. iron, or the 5 iron, whatever it was, and he picks up mine, he felt like mine was heavier. Would it be heavier?
0: Well, uh, to answer that, I, there's two ways. I, I don't, do you know anything about the club that he had in his hand?
1: His, no, his they hobby? weren't old, they weren't old clubs. They might've been just, you know, maybe, a, I think they're both callaways to be honest.
0: Okay, so heaviness can be felt in a couple of ways in a golf club. And I get this a little bit, you know, why does this one feel heavier? And one of the answers to that is, it's a light shaft that the person has in their hand and yep. therefore, they can feel the weight in the head. Yep. So they swing it, So the entirety of the shaft is quite light. So, you know, if you were to pick up a, let's say, a, a lightweight graphite shafted club, and you swing it around, you can feel all the weight in the head. And that's yeah. obviously very beneficial for someone who needs a lightweight shaft to be able to feel the head and to get it back to the ball and all that sort of stuff. That the shaft dynamics and the head weights to do that. It's obviously still got a, you know, usable mm. swing weight. But that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why some people say, oh, it feels. You know i can really feel this heavy in yeah. the, this is heavy in the head no it's the lightness of the shaft or then there's the other thing which might have been the case in your situation when you know you've got a heavier shaft you know i think you've got the 110 gram shaft or the 115 gram shaft in your mm-hmm. uh the elevate um pro vss shaft that 115 gram don't correct me if i'm wrong so the uh-huh. over, the overall weight of the that shaft might have been heavier than than that chap, so he might have had the light, the light and he picks it up and he can feel the weight in a different yeah, position. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I always think of it in from putters because I think someone told me a long time ago uh, with putters, the putter will feel heavier, but a lot of the time it's just the balance between the, the head and the shaft that, that's uh, what's making that weight, which is what you just said was the first option. So yeah, that makes sense.
0: Well, let's, anyway. con- let's continue that discussion for a second. So you've seen the advent of graphite shafted, graphite slash steel shafted putters. Especially talking about Callaway, or we'll just continue yeah. talking about Callaway. Um, yes, please got, do. They've got the Odyssey range of putters, and they've got the Stroke Lab shaft. Mm. Now, the Stroke Lab shaft is steel at the bottom part of the club, where the club where shaft goes into the club, uh, for rigidity, for stiffness, and then the top part of the shaft is graphite, obviously for lightweight and feel. Yeah. So. When you take weight out of the shaft, you know, they can obviously do other things. They can use that weight elsewhere, but, you know, they still need to keep it balanced. So one of the things that they do in those putters that have that graphite steel combination shaft is they counterbalance it. So in the Odyssey putters, which a lot of people don't know, there's a 50-gram brass weight in the end of the shaft. So when I pull the, yeah, right. when I pull the grip off, there's a yeah. big bullet. It looks like a big bullet, like a big brass yeah. bullet, and it's just um, – rubber rubber clipped into the end of the shaft and that's what balances the shaft so if you put the the shaft in sort of parallel balance point the counterbalancing weight makes up for the weight that comes out of the graphite part of the shaft which is giving you the feel so you still get and and weight in the hands in a putter is sometimes very good for keeping uh the hands a little bit under control
1: and the whole balancing all that sort of stuff so yeah when you say you're taking the shaft off is that because people are snapping putters in half uh, no, very rarely does that happen. Uh, uh, plenty of,
0: oh. you know, talking about, you know, the fellows that you've met on the golf course in all of your golf that you play. And you, yeah. play, you, you play, consume, read, sleep and dream golf more than anyone that I know. Um, a lot of broken shafts, a lot of the, a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the newer golfers that are still have never, uh, grown up with a club environment, a traditional golf club environment like I did, where, you know, if we showed any aggression to a golf club, you know, you you spent a week on the sidelines throwing clubs and that sort of thing. Um not to say that doesn't still happen, but they didn't learn that etiquette. You know, the, they don't understand the yeah. nuances in a golf club and how easy they are to break. If you hit a golf shaft in the right spot, it will snap. And, yeah. and of course, they never snap it. Oh, it wasn't me. I just hit one 300 down the down the fairway, mate. It's, this must be a warranty. And, yeah. you, you know, like golf clubs don't snap by hitting. Um, no. Be very know, rare. In They don't snap by hitting in the middle of the shaft or up unless they've cop some damage elsewhere. The only place that a golf club will snap if there's an issue with the shaft that might be sort of warrantable and this does not this isn't a general warranty statement for, yeah. for golf in general. This is just general So statement.
1: don't don't sign up to yeah. drum and don't, Melbourne don't tomorrow. Bring, and don't bring in your, yeah,
0: don't bring your snap golf clubs in. Um but when, you know if the if it snaps right down where the especially on a driver, where the shaft meets the, the um the head yep. you yep. know that that usually that can be something that manufacturer might look at in terms of warranty but anywhere else it's usually cop to to whack
1: yeah 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 Hmm. so Uh, i've never done that that more than twice so yeah i'm with
0: you uh so before i started saying that brendan jones old brendan's like 40 mid to late 40s i'm gonna say but you know in terms of career in terms of stage of career you know he he's played around 48 48 there you go brendan's been on the japanese tour he's won more times on the japanese tour than anyone and that's why he's called the king of japan uh yeah i didn't know a lot about brendan other than you know he's great mates with matt griffin great mates with brad kennedy both Sort of friends of my love of golf through pro and drum and golf and all that sort of thing. So he's, he's part of that triumvirate of great mates of Australians and he's the most winning. And having had the chance at the Paradigm Launch, circling back to that to meet him, we had a bit of a chat. You know, Brendan obviously through COVID, you know, didn't play, same as like Matt Griffin and that sort of thing. It was, it was a tough time for those guys. You know, he went through a divorce, all that sort of stuff, which you, which, you know, he was telling a number of people not just me so it's obviously been a period of his life where uh you know a win's going to do him great and yeah he's he's sat around for five hours waiting to see if he made the cut a little bit like uh, Brett Coletta the other week Brett like, like, Clady, in yeah. The play- playoff and made monumental 2 putt on the uh the uh, 36 hole to get to the number which ultimately got him into the cut and then to play lights out on the uh, Saturday and then back it up on the Sunday mm.
1: 62 66. Um, Good golf, and when he when he won, it was like it wasn't like he just snuck in. He won by three, so yeah, the cream rose to the top, definitely. Yeah, it can
0: play like he just knuckles it down there. Like I don't think. He's super, super long, but he's just got a very repeatable, great action. Uh, I'm
1: looking at his profile now. He's won 15 titles in Japan and over 15 million NZ uh, since joining the tour in 2001. So 22 years, uh, probably close enough to 15 million Aussie and 15 titles is pretty good going.
0: Not a bad career, eh?
1: No. Yeah, well, yeah, I could take that.
0: That's fine. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was it was great to see uh, Brendan win, and great to have met him. And I, I took some nice photos of Brendan hitting. He was hitting balls on the par three 17th at the uh, Peninsula Kingswood for the Callaway people. It was great. Um, Johnny Lyrus, a couple of others fitted uh, in the, um, yeah. in the as you'd expect, with so many of them uh, in there, and also a couple of you know, Kiwis. Um, Kazuma Kabori uh, was up there. That's Mom- Momoka Kabori's uh, younger brother. Um, oh, I'm not sure if he's actually younger or older. Uh, Momoka Kabori's over playing in the L.E.T. She's over in playing South Africa Open this week. Wonderful young young uh, golfer, uh, coached by party but Kazuma, uh, as a, still as an amateur, was T6. Uh, and our Rean Gibson, uh, was up there, he's not our, He's not ours, uh, no. our, our Tommy Power oh. Um He just had that third round, that little bit of a, you know, you can't really say it's a jitter. He had, you know, 71, but, yeah he got off to yeah. a great start, 65, 69, 71. Yeah. And then a great finish, 65 from Tommy.
1: He, I, I feel like that third round was he was fighting, but round two, um, even though he shot 69, uh, he that was the what looked like from the scoring the easier of the two courses. I think they played the Coronet course and the Remarkables course and uh, day one, he he played what looked like the harder course. So he, I think was only, he was T2 after round one that had played the harder course and was one of only maybe two or three people in the top 10 or 15 that had played it and I was like, oh, this could be really good for Tommy because if he can play the easier one well in round two, he's going to be well and truly away here. And, um, yeah, he just um, – he was out in the afternoon and just sort of tread water a little bit and didn't play poorly, just didn't quite probably make as many putts as he wanted. And then, yeah, came home with a flurry on Sunday. I think uh, he would have been very happy with his finish. And, um, yeah, I saw these putt on 18 on the par three and he probably nearly made another birdie, which would have got him at that time up to 15 under, which at the time would have been leader in the clubhouse. And I think he was a bit flat that, that he'd let it get away. So, Yeah. I think he was probably a little bit comfortable when uh, Brendan Jones came in at 18 and uh, it didn't. It wasn't one that cost him the win.
0: Oh, well, it was good to see him up there and he continues his uh, push towards a top three Australian order of merit position there, which obviously gets uh, a little bit of access, including DP World Tour Card and maybe some status into Conferry Finals and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, mm. But it's getting a little bit stacked at the top, Michael Hendry, with his strong finish at home. He's playing at the, PG, uh, the NZ PGA this week. So, you know, he's... Um, in the fight there, plus, um, uh, Marto and a few others. So it's it's got to be interesting to see how it pans out. We've got the New South Wales Open, uh, next week, NZPGA this mm. week, for part of the Australasian Tour. So, yeah. uh, big things ahead. And then
1: is it only the national after that? I think, is that right? And the national, the national, the national is the last event, but I don't know if there's anything between the, um, the New South Wales event in that one. I don't
0: think there is. We might check that while we're talking, but uh, you're probably right. The Play Today New South Wales Open, which is at Rich River, so just across the Victorian border, it's actually closer to Melbourne than it is Sydney. Uh, Play Today is uh, helping out a little bit up there with the Play Today people. We'll, we might catch up with them this week and just do a bit of a preview of what the Play Today concept is. But in a nutshell, it's uh, golf in the metaverse. They've built a wonderful clubhouse, uh, which you can – get around in, Uh, they've got the Play Today app, so if you want to download the Play Today app, go and do that, it's a great little scoring tool with full GPS and so on and so forth, it's fantastic. So really, uh, a group of guys, very talented uh, IT golf nuts in Sydney uh, that have put together... This metaverse concept, you know, linked into the blockchain. Imagine going under the computer here, Mike, and being able to go and watch, going into a a virtual clubhouse, which you've Mm. got access to because you're a member of it, uh, and you go into the media center, the movie room, and you can click on the screen while you're in the virtual world, and you can listen to the My Love of Golf podcast and see the vision that that the moment exists on YouTube. You can watch the 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 uh, podcast and play while you look around at some of the other content that's in there. And over there might be a drum and golf clubhouse. There might be some other part of the clubhouse where birds of condor I think they've announced as a part of it's mm-hmm. it's Mind-blowing what, for me, being of the older generation, I didn't grow up with any of this and I haven't yep. sort of evolved with it. I'm not a gamer. Um, no. It's mind-blowing. So that's what's happening up at New South Wales Open. Play today. We digress. Um,
1: that's well, that is that, that is the second last event. So yeah, NZPGO this week, play today, next week, and then the National at the National. That's it. There you go. At the Moon, of course. We might have to go down to the Mooner. Uh, the National at the National. Is it? That. that- Is uh, GMGA final weekend that weekend, so I will be down there, but um, I'll be playing at St. Andrews Beach for our final, for our grand final.
0: Just around the corner?
1: Just around the corner. We could chop chop you in. Nah, I'll be uh, at the big weekend that weekend. I'll be uh, grand final Saturday for GMGA and then Australian Grand Prix Sunday. So, big weekend. Australian Grand Prix in the cheese cheese corporate marquee? (laughs) No, in the... Mike bought general admission tickets to walk around. That's about it. And, uh, didn't King Island get the, the catering thing <laughs> for the church ch- ch- country Mate. boards in all of the nah. corporate venues? We don't quite have the profit levels of um, drum and golf, so no, not not there yet. There's we no, will get there one day. There's no drum
0: and golf at the Formula One Grand Prix. No <laughs> worry. Official golf ball supplier to, uh, you know, Heinz uh, Howard Frenton. Um, Okay. New Zealand Open. Next, what's yeah. next? Uh, what's next? I'll tell you what's next, Mike. Yep. We won't talk about the other tour stuff uh, just yet. Okay. You officially set the mile of a golf Twitter world alight last week. Uh, <laughs> if the listeners don't know, in my ability to uh, my ability to not to do everything, um, and I'm not very good at Twitter. I don't understand Twitter. But I had the Twitter account. Obviously, Mike loves Twitter, uh, and is mm. somewhat active on there and knows how to work a thread. Uh, Mike took over the Twitter account for My Love Golf and um, set the Twitter world alight officially Mm. uh, uh, last week by just having, well, he's going to get upset if I say he's had a whack at Ian Poulter and uh, Lee Westwood. Called them out on a whack. A
1: whack is strong.
0: A whack is strong. Well, I'm going to say a whack because that's a generic, broad brush term. Uh, <laughs> a whack might be sh- strong. You can defend yourself you, you've, yeah. in the in the my love of golf Discord, which everyone's welcome to uh, participate in, because you would get to see the back and forth banter between the, what some people are accusing Mike and some of the others as being PGA Tour affiliated, and then we've got another cohort that very pro live <laughs> golf. There's a little bit of a divide happening in the in the in the um yeah. in the Discord that's for me yep. that i'm i am across all of the golf i love watching all golf products and i've been openly upfront saying if live golf is bringing a golf product that people want to watch i'm all for it and if they've got some great golfers and then some developing golfers and some golfers that we've never heard of so what i will watch it if it's on and i can see it the way i want to watch golf there are certainly some people like that but i still I'm a fan of the PGA Tour and I'm a fan of Mm -hmm. what they're trying to do. They're trying to develop and, you know, the cynics are saying they're reacting to what Live Golf are trying to do and some of those cynics are the people that you called out in your tweet, i.e. Ian Pilter and Lee Westwood. Now, you can take over what happened subsequent to your tweet when my phone kept pinging every 30 seconds. (sighs) What's going
1: on? So for anyone who doesn't follow us on Twitter, just I'll I'll read it for you what I wrote because I'm just looking it up while Ross is – lambasting me, um, I just tweeted, you ever work somewhere and an older employee gets a payout and retires, but then constantly gets in touch to tell you how bad things were there and how they should be doing it better? And then I just tagged Westwood and Poulter because, you know, Westwood have been banging on about the the um, no, um, the PGA Tour introducing the some of the elevated events next year having a no-cut policy and man Manfield or whatever it is. And then basically just chiming in with their standard whinging. And um, Westwood wrote back and he said, just keep following me though, you know, with a smiley face and a kiss. And I just said, look, I wrote, still respect you, Lee. It's not about unfollowing. Just have no interest in the back and forth tip for that. And what I mean by that is I don't care about them crying about what the PGA should be doing or could be doing or should have done or didn't do or why lives better. Actually, they're not even saying, well, it's better. They're just complaining. I don't care. And I don't think people care. I I would love to see Lee get back to having a positive Twitter environment and posting, you know, like I said to you before we started recording, some of those DP World Tour videos are elite. They're they're way better than anything the PGA Tour puts out. And he's been a part of some of that stuff and it's really funny and some of the relationships he has with other players and showing us a bit of stuff behind the scenes, great stuff. Complaining about the PGA Tour has now got a no cut event. Your but you told us that that's why we can't get OWGR points, and it's like, come on, like just grow up, move on. Like I don't get it. It's not an anti live thing. It's a anti rubbish Twitter Twitter stuff. I, I got no time for it.
0: Clearly, they've still got a beef that you know they're not going to be able to have any eligibility for Ryder Cup. It would seem, and also you know no. they, they they definitely believe that they should be able to still. Their trade on the PGA tour, but obviously they can't. They do,
1: but and look, I'll I'll, I will say this without trying to slander anyone because I know there are a lot of people that listen to this that like golf as you should because that's pretty much what we talk about. I would consume all sides of the story and all parts of golf more than the majority, right? And I mean, a lot of golf I would consume all day. So I'm not coming from a point of view that I would say is uneducated on what it's talking about. So I don't sit there and listen to the Herald Sun tell me, Cam Smith did an interview about Liv and this is why it's good and why the PGA tour is rubbish because that's one side of the story. And it's not about listening to one side. It's about getting all bits and making up your own opinion as everyone should do, right? So when someone chimes in during the week and says, that I love PGA Two and I hate Liv, that's not it. I don't really have an interest in Liv at all, but that's fine. I'll watch it here and there when it's on TV. But realistically, from a standard point of view, as in a, a, a level of golf standard, outside of DJ, Cam Smith, Neiman, Answer, I'm forgetting someone. Brooks. But nah, Brooks He can have. He's done. These guys that we're talking about as outside of those are not not names for the future and not guys that I want to watch play golf. Like with all due respect, Sergio, Poulter, Westwood, these guys have been amazing golfers, had amazing careers, but they are well and truly seeing the setting sun. And I don't have an interest in seeing them play golf. Yes, they are probably the better talent that's going to come to Australia this year comfortably, right? Because we're not going to get a big event here. We're just not outside of the live event. So I can understand why people want to go and see it for that, but that's not for me. But that doesn't mean I hate live. I don't. I will watch it on TV when it's on, but I'm not. I got not no interest in going if I'm not doing something else. But when I say something that is, when I tweet something or when I talk to something or when we talk on here and I say something that I think, oh, that was really good that happened on the PJ tour. That doesn't mean I love the PJ tour and hate live. That just means I, I really like the thing that I said that I really liked. So don't read into what I'm saying as something that's that I'm not saying. Like. Don't don't I, I don't like when, you know, and I, I'll slight sidebar, but lights like Jared, like one of, good mate of mine on the Discord channel, right? So we're talking about, I just how Westwood's a peanut for what he was writing. And later did what everyone seemed to do. He's like, yeah, but you can't get angry at him and then hold up Rory on a pedestal. I've never held up Rory on a pedestal. I don't care. I think Rory gets taken, his quotes from press conferences get taken out of context and then get distributed as you know, he's the mouthpiece for the PGA Tour and this is what he's... Well, yeah, because he keeps getting asked questions about it and he becomes the mouthpiece because the guy in charge of it, Shane Monaghan, is not really talking at all, which is probably not good enough on his behalf. But I wouldn't say Rory's the sort of person that's going to go backwards and coming forwards when it comes to saying what he wants to say or what, what he thinks because that's what he does. He's a leader. But, but by me saying that that's good about Rory, has nothing to do with whether I like live or don't like live. So that's a part of where I really... Just take my head and get a bit frustrated.
0: And just for the record, you know, there's been plenty of times when, you know, we've politely potted Rory along the journey as well, you oh. know, especially Rocket. You know, like yeah. with the whatever his names was, the, the the Prince of Pontevedra. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, this is before Liv existed, so you know, R- Rocket would, you know, wind Rory up and just saying he's, yeah. he's parroting what the PGA Tour want want to be parroted, and this is when we were yep. all sort of pressuring the PGA Tour for a better
1: product. Um, hmm subsequent to then live coming on board and absolutely so and, and and when we say things like last week when I spoke about hating the cart in in the live event uh, sorry hating the um no the shotgun start All right yeah it, it, it's not because I hate live I just think it's ridiculous it doesn't if the PJ tour did it I would say it's ridiculous as well I don't I don't like I, I find it difficult to follow it I don't think that's a better way to do it there's 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 a much they could turn that into a a shortened, sharper event, and make it much, much easier, and much more um, consumable without it. Um, and I can tell you also something else. I can guarantee you, the majority of the people that claim to love live over the PGA Tour. I'll bet you whatever you like. I've watched more live golf than any of them have. Most majority of them have because they don't. I can. Most of them don't don't watch it. They just don't.
0: Well, anyway. well, we don't know. We do. We don't know that for a fact. But
1: what? what no, no, that's but, true.
0: That's true. What? Um, you know, what? What happened was, you know, a lot of people saw that. You know, when Lee Westwood replies, you know, oh, it's okay, yeah. it's okay. Whatever he said, uh, okay, but uh, okay, but keep following me though. Yeah, you know, with a with yeah. a couple with of a smiley um, face and a kiss. Yeah, I, you know, he's obviously having a laugh at. You know, I think I took that as he was having a laugh at. Yeah, at your sort of um. Claim to him, and he's going, yeah. No, it's all right, you know, keep watching me, boys. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm here, and, oh. and sort of that's what I like about Lee Westwood, you know, like that comedy, yep. that humor, which he's absolutely, you know, his dry sense of humor is one of his strengths. And he's been, yeah, no matter where you're watching me, you know, he did a thing with Radar Riley, uh, Wayne Riley, um, for Ping when they did this series with all the Ping players, and you know, it's just so fun to watch. And yeah,
1: you're right, he needs to show us a little bit more of that. Get back and, to that, and, yeah, don't. Yeah, let's get back to showing your personality because what what these guys are showing us now is is honestly childish and I don't get it. Like the only reason I can imagine that Poulter and Westwood keep doing this is because it's literally the last bastion of what Liv has left to start an angst or a rivalry with the PGA Tour and, you know, you're not letting us have world golf ranking points. It's like, well, actually, no, Um The PGA tool doesn't decide who has world ranking points. They've actually set – they're sitting back from the process of whether you are allowed to get them or not is actually the fact. So it has nothing to do with that. And referencing the fact that you said we can't have them because we have no cut events, but now you're going to have no cut events, it's like that is – Not remotely the connection that can be made there. There's like 5,000 things behind it as to why that's not relevant. Having a no-cut event in an already established tour season where people are qualifying through events with cuts and having certain no-cut events is completely different to having Twelve or fourteen tournament season that is only no cuts. That is not the same thing. So yeah. comparing them is just nuts. Yeah,
0: invitational where the field's pretty much set and no yeah.
1: Um, and and sorry, last thing I want to say on that. Yeah. Again, this is not picking a league, but it is a little bit. If they they and, and they will get world golf ranking points. And good luck to when it happens. How are they going to do that? Like, how is James Piot going to get or you know even better Chase Kepka, No cut event he's going to be awarded world ranking points each week for playing and live. How, how many points would they possibly be able to award him? It's such a, such, such a weird rationale that it should happen. The only way they could do it, I'm guessing, is if they have a cup, but I don't know that they're ever going to do that. So who knows? Yeah. and Rabbit holes
0: everywhere Rabbit holes everywhere. Yeah, rabbit holes exactly. everywhere. <laughs> and does that mean that we're going to see, we will eventually see more of those players... Playing more in one of the events that's on this
1: week, the uh, the Asian mm. tour, um, yeah. one of the invitationals. So yeah. well, I think if they can if they can continue to top up, if Liv can continue to top up with politely <laughs> called middle of the road PJ Tour players, then guys like kepka and Chase Kepka will get dropped away. But someone like Danny Lee jumping in isn't exactly a great pick up. But he is a much higher profile player and he's a global player versus Chase Kepka, I would say. But anyway, who knows? Who in knows think, what the plan
0: is? Well, well, just for the record, for the live media team that will be listening, I am going to live. Uh, I will be in Adelaide. Um, that's the plan anyway at this stage. So, Rocket, um, you're welcome to join us. Uh, you're welcome to join me. Uh Mike, you're welcome to join me as well, um, if it fits into your busy uh, schedule.
1: Uh, well. Uh, uh, well, we know as I've just been through. I hate live, so I won't be there. No, I, I don't hate live. I will probably watch it, but I don't. I won't go. I um. I've uh, I've been to Brisbane to watch the Aussie PGA this year. I've been down to obviously the Vic Open, and we did the Aussie Open, and um, planning on doing a trip later in the year if it does work out that we get to the um, the Ryder Cup. But yeah, just another another weekend away, post another weekend away. I think I'll I think I'll stay on the couch.
0: Uh, right, a cup staying with the Caridi clan in uh, in Rome. That's going to be one for the ages.
1: <laughs> yeah, the villa we have in Rome.
0: Yeah the, yep. the, <laughs> the uh, King Island Villa um uh maybe Loder might want to come down and sub in for you yeah
1: oh he would love to he, he'd flying from Sydney he's probably already going probably. big big Jared on the Discord, a very big live fan big live fan I he enjoyed the photo that I put <laughs> I loved it. And, uh, I saw in, that. That's in, in front of my
0: office. Stuck in traffic and there's a, a, 50, a 54. That was a good response as well. Uh, I, I, I posted a picture in the Discord. So this is obviously going to – if you need to jump into the Discord, if you want to see this, and it's a picture. There's a building being built in Melbourne and halfway up the skyscraper with the wraparound of the uh, crane. It just says live. And it just appeared out of nowhere when all of this was kicking off the other day and I had to pull the car over and take a photo of the crane with the Liv wrapped around it. And then later, um, no, Tower up in uh, New South Wales up in the Hunter Valley said, oh, it's a 54-storey building, which is related to Performance uh, the 54, um, the organisation out of the UK that put Liv on. Um, performance 54 or Studio 54 or whatever their, their name is. Yeah. Sorry, um, The people who Blakey worked for, basically. Blakey's boss. Uh, Blakey's boss. Speaking of Blakey, Um, Blakey we love you Uh, we hope we've convinced you that you know we are not a divided podcast here we are trying to cover all things equally and we try and give as much weight to the important stuff in golf and if there's something important in live who are your employers we will talk about it And about of equally if there's something important in the pga tour we've and there is much more to consume in that it's probably going to be weighted over there a uh, a lot more so even in the future blakey but blakey is off to um uh, I'm just moving on with the events. He's at the international series in Thailand this week, Mike, mm. uh, at Black Mountain, which is up in Waihin. I've never been there. A lot of people I uh, know have been there, especially at Peninsula Kingswood. Uh, mate Darren up there loves going to Wahin. Uh, I'm not sure what why he loves going up there, but uh, he. Um, interesting field. Uh, should be, should be a good event by all, all accounts. The. I've, not really that familiar with the course, but he loves it. It looks picturesque, you know, in that part of Thailand where it is, um, Black Mountain. A um, few names up there that we know. Rikard, you know, International Tournament Invitations. Rikard, Carlberg, and Yohan Edfers. There's some blasts from the past. Uh, previously would have been more familiar with hearing them on uh, the DP World Tour that have been invited. Uh, a few other inv- invitations. But there's a smattering of Australians in there. And uh, so, yeah, this should be...
1: Yeah, I'm just looking at the list. Uh thanks to I'll, I'll always give Mike a shout out when I look at his lists. Um Smart Golf Bets uh, is the website. Um he has uh oh God, I'm not even gonna try with some of these names, but Sebastian Soderbergh is he's got at number two. Uh I can see Jazz Jane Watonanod on there. Um a lot of names. Kiridex playing. There you go. Travis Smythe. Travis Smythe must be uh yeah. Andy is. Ogletree, we know Andy's been playing quite well. He might be one to watch this week. So, Scott Hens, um, So Australians, got Scott
0: Hens, we've got Travis Smith. we've got Wade Ormsby, we've got um, John Lyra, On- Zach Murray. Todd Sinnott. Todd Sinnott. Uh, ben Campbell, who finished second. Ben Campbell's New Zealand, who finished second behind. Brendan Jones at the New Zealand Open last week. Uh, he's across there. Kevin Yuan is playing. Um, probably for- Tom Powell-Horan's playing. Oh, Tommy Power is up there. Tommy is there. That's where he's going. There There you go. go. So he's got into the Asian for using his Asian tour uh, invitation. Was that an invitation or was it a category? What is it? um...
1: Not sure. Something's ringing a bell now that he said he was going to go over there. We were talking about his calendar on the uh, Par 5 at um, 13th Beach because I was talking about the fact that they – there were um, rumours still floating around that there was going to be an international event here in Australia, but maybe it is going to be next year. And he had his calendar open yep. on his phone and You're... was showing me where all the slotting board was. So he gets
0: in on category 16, which is a top 35 from uh, Q school. So... I
1: love, I love the fact that Ross, you are now trained to the point I've got you trained to the point where now you are looking up category exemptions for tour events. I love that.
0: Ah well, I've got to thank the Asian Tour website that does make it <laughs> somewhat easier. But, but it, yeah, I to your point, um, I probably would have sat here and looked at the same said list a couple of years ago <laughs> and looked where it says Cat 16, Top 335 from QSADT. ADT. Um, so ADT is an Asian Development Tour. There you go. Um, and Harrison, uh, Harrison Gilbert is also playing, and he comes via the Asian Development Tour, where he's won a couple of times and playing pretty well. He's Harrison, Royal Melbourne member, works down at Cobra Puma, really good young fella, um, top young, young man. Uh, Tommy Power yeah, so Tommy is entered. Uh, Jack Murdoch is also Mark, entered. Mark, did you say Marcus Fraser? Marcus Fraser is playing, yes. Yeah. So Fraser's status is uh, top 20 cumulative career money. So that's yep. um.
1: Yeah, well, well, yeah, because they'd uh, on the Asian tour, he would have uh, he would have that covered comfortably. Yeah, I've got um, oh uh, Terry Pilk Terry Pilks, <laughs> yeah, Zach Murray. Like Mars is there? Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of Aussies. It'll be, uh, yeah. hopefully, oh, yeah, we'll be able to watch a little bit here in Australia on Foxtel. So I'll probably try, tune into a little bit of that over the weekend.
0: Yeah, that's why That's why I think this is a good one to watch for uh, anyone that wants to see a bit of Australian golf and the future of Australian golf and trying to you know, crack it on a an emerging tour, um, you know, which is a line to, clearly
1: it's yep. a line to live. Um, yeah, but when if any live players come on, I want you to turn the sound down and look away from the screen for... 30 seconds then you can look back
0: because we don't (laughs) like being over that (laughs) because Mike hates him no no, not at all not at all Um, you've got to join if you want to find out who the live haters (laughs) haters are (laughs) um (laughs) Yeah, you've got to join join the, Join the Discord. You, you can pick a side.
1: Just ask uh, ask Blakey. He'll sort you
0: out. It's not even half time yet in that uh, that battle, but uh, it's growing. Put it that way. It's it's. Uh... Did you see Manchester United and Liverpool? Speaking of battles this week, you're a soccer fan. I, I'm
1: I'm not I'm not. I I did see the result um, because people kept putting up things in my timeline and I didn't understand what they meant. A Liverpool f- fan put up. Thanks for reminding me that I have to get up at seven tomorrow morning, and I'm like. So confused by what that means, uh, and then later in the day I found out they won by seven, seven nothing, seven nil.
0: Uh, we don't talk about soccer here very often, but uh, seven nil Liverpool. It was great. That's a belt Graham, soonest a great Scotsman, and I'm not a Liverpool fan. I'm an Arsenal fan. They're going. They are going to win the league, uh, by the way, uh, but. Liverpool have a soft spot because it was basically founded by a group of Scotsmen over the journey, and there's been some some of Scotland's greatest ever players. Uh, Graeme Souness is one of them, Kenny Dalglish and, and a whole host of others. But Graham Soonis was a pundit, uh, pundit uh, being interviewed at the side of the ground there, and he's just doing his best to say, I think the boys have got it. You know, Liverpool haven't had the greatest season this year, but I think the boys have got it, you know, this, that and the other. Yeah. And, and then um, Gary Neville and... Jeez, I've gone blank. Why I keep going blank on the... Uh, Roy Keane. Uh, yeah. You know, both legends of Manchester United are just over there sitting there, and you can see them, the camera pans across, and they're shaking their heads, they're laughing. They're basically doing what you do to live, um, Mike, you know. When, yeah. when, you know, not happy. And then and Graham Sooners says, Liverpool goes out and pants and I'm 7-0, which is great. Um, anyway, we digress.
1: My, My, uh, my I'll say EPL... Uh, season starts in a couple of weeks when Ted Lasso comes back. Oh, Ted Lasso! Next season won't be far away, so that'll be it. D- I didn't know you were a Ted Lasso fan. Oh, ripping show! Oh, great no. show.
0: We love Ted Lasso here. We're a massive. It's not, not
1: far away. No, it's a, no, I'm looking this month. Yeah, uh, it's a big month of TV. We've got Succession, we've got um, Ted Lasso, and The Mandalorian came out last week. For any of the Star Wars people, it's been a big week, t- big month of TV.
0: No, Ted Lasso has so many uh, great. It's great watching. It's got a lot of great messages in there, and it's just very entertaining. Uh, filmed uh, in and around London, of course, um, and the mm. back, the background of the team is Crystal Palace's home ground, um, which I've been to. The player took Lockie there for his uh, 18th birthday present. So you know, you they you, a lot of the scenes you see at Crystal Palace's ground, which is, you know, obviously not a top-flight EPL team. They're in the EPL, of course, but they're not. The big money clubs and and you really see yeah. it's in the you know you're walking through the houses the 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 locals houses and all of a sudden there's a ground there um so yeah anyway i love ted lasso you're going to say
1: no i was going to say what reminded me of ted lasso is when he said roy, oh, roy Roy Keane. yeah roy he's the best
0: uh okay so we move on or we should we go to uh the wrap-up of uh, last week's event and then leading into the
1: yeah the, we probably the, should the fifth, oh wow well. the fifth major of the year We'll do the quick one first because um, they did play in Puerto Rico last week, and uh, Nico Echevarria, Echevarria, uh, he won by a couple. And the two that were or th- probably the three players that were chasing him down from for, for the, at least the weekend. Um, I thought we're going to get him comfortably because I don't know who Nico is, but um, Archie Batia, Nate Lashley, who I think everyone had picked in the one and done, and Carson Young, who brother of Cam Young, um, yeah. They were, uh, I think, his brother. I hope he is. Um yeah. They were chasing him down for most of the weekend, and yeah, I thought they'd probably get to the top and, and again, let the cream rise and win. But no, he was, um, he was bulletproof, Nico. So uh, good luck to him. He wins, and um, he then finds himself next week or this week at the Players, which is good luck to him. Um, the main event though last week was Arnold Palmer Invitational. Uh, it was one where last week I talked about, and I'm sure a few people would have followed me. And I apologize, but if you're in Discord, you probably got a bit more detail uh, I, I really liked um, Colin Morikawa but hmm. the weather reports coming through by midweek were that it was going to be pretty blustery Thursday Friday and if there's one thing we know Colin don't don't like wind he don't like it so <laughs> and you, so you, you just, I sacked him you, you sacked
0: off your Colin Marikawa. I went with your Colin Morikawa tip and
1: yeah didn't,
0: didn't, get uh, the, didn't get the
1: memo in, the flurry, <laughs> was in the flurry of Twitter activity that was going on no it I was too busy yeah missed, no, uh, missed the cut he missed cut. Yeah, he was. Um, a double. Missed. He just doesn't like the wind. As as I said, the rocket. I've heard he doesn't even eat curry. That's how much he doesn't like wind. He, he's like, he just he, he wants to play in a bubble. So um, I love him. He'll always be one of my favourites. But uh, yeah, he certainly has something that he needs to fix when the conditions get a bit uh, blustery. And I switched originally to um, Scotty Scheffler, and in the end, I, I jumped over to um, Cam Young, who again was a bit week over the weekend, um, but the winner was Kurt Kitayama, who, who, um, yeah, again, one of those guys that has really had a good season thus far. He was, if anyone remembers, about a month ago, my mum picked him in her one and done, um, and she has no idea who he was, so she was a bit flat that he won. Um, yeah, he, he hung on and beat an all-star cast, so Rory, Harris English, uh, Patty Cantlay, Jordan Spieth, Scotty Scheffler, all chasing him. And um, yeah, even with a couple of stumbles in the final round, with a, a ball OB, which he, which well, he got some relief from, but hitting one, hitting it all over the planet a little bit. Um, when yeah, you, when still you say
0: got some relief, like he hit one OB, like that that mid round yeah. stumble where he hit it just to the left of the cart path. Yeah. Um, you know, he he was starting to look gone for all money. He thought that's that's yeah. it, but. It did. That was sensational the way that he held onto it and then grounded out and oh. obviously came back from that. And, you know, the others were the ones that were sort of faltering around him, so to, so mm. to speak, at the right at the clutch moments. So, where do you say he got relief from? Like, because he was out of bounds. He was like an inch out of out of bounds. Yeah, I think
1: he, was... he got relief from the path. Was that right? No, my imagining things, no, I think it was out of bounds. Maybe it was a different part, yeah. As did maybe I'm thinking of a different one,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, because I was chopping in and out. I actually ended up right, I rode to work on Monday morning, out time as I said. So I was listening on PGA Tour Radio, which I quite enjoy. Um, the only part that's bad about PGA Tour Radio is is normally these events finish at about 9 10 a.m. Melbourne time. I'm normally preparing to go into a meeting with headphones on. And uh, yeah, they're screaming about his final putt, which is sitting on the lip. And I'm trying to say, is it gone in? Has he won? And I've got to walk into this meeting and start talking about cheese. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. It was good to see him win. Uh, look, I think the the elevated events have been an absolute winner. Um, I do think the PGA Tour would have probably been happier to see Rory, Spieth or Scotty Scheffler win. But um, no, Kurt's not a bad story at the same time. Well, if you were only watching the coverage with you know, your
0: earphones off and just had that on in the background as opposed to not watching it but listening to it with your earphones on, you, you wouldn't be mistaken for thinking that Rory, Chef lost Spieth were winning because there was a whole boatload of coverage on those guys. Yeah. Um, which is which is absolutely – right. they get eyeballs, so absolutely. Yeah.
1: Right. Do you ever listen to – have you ever listened to PGA Tour Radio? No. Highly recommend it for anyone who can't be in front of a television. It's free, it's on the PGA Tour app. Um, you just hit watch live, and it takes you through to a link, and you just click on audio and it takes you through to, um, yeah, guys on the ground. And, um, it's really, really good, very um, informative, easy to follow. Quite often, if I'm wake up early and I can't bother getting out of bed, I'll just put it on and listen to the radio. Um, yeah, it's, it's very, very, very good, but yeah, they were. When Kiriyama hit that last part, the bloke was, his head was going to pop. And I didn't realize how close it was till I got home and saw the, uh, where he marked the ball before he tapped in. I didn't, I just knew it was on the, he just said it was on the edge. I didn't realize how on the edge it was until I got to see the replay. It was, it was on the, it was effectively in the hole without falling yeah. in the hole. It was um, the Tiger Woods chip at Augusta that didn't yeah. drop. Yeah.
0: Uh, Kiriyama, like, we've been talking about him for a while. Like, we, he, he was one of these players that, we would always yeah. commend for coming through that DP World Tour system mm. um, and winning over there, got into some playoffs. So I think he won maybe two times on the PGA Tour, once in Spain and once maybe somewhere else. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't remember. And no. um, But
1: yeah, and then and then he's dedicated himself well, to PGA Tour and he's doing well. He is doing well. Um, not downplaying him playing well because he has been pretty solid this season or sorry, this calendar year. The part that I was very surprised about though is – do you know where he's ranked in the world? If you had to guess, where's Kurt Armor ranked?
0: He'd be uh, inside the, just inside the top 100.
1: He's 19th. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't believe that. And he, so, ran, he went from, he's been swimming around 40, 50. Yeah. and he jumped up to 19 with the win. And obviously that helps because it's a big event and lots of people there and everything else. But, yeah, when you look back at his year, he ran second at the um, CJ Cup. Yep. And that's at that event, he went from 56th to 40th, and then he swam around there and then jumped up to 19th with the win. Uh, had a seventh at the Italian Open, uh, a second at the Scottish last year. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I mean a second at um, the Mexico in uh, 2022. I mean, it really is um, chocolates or boiled lollies for him, but to see um, see him jump up that high was, um, yeah, I was actually a bit shocked. So um, I don't know how that's going to bode for the, um, yeah, how the season's going to shake out with how people really can jump around on the the, um, world golf rankings and how that's going to work. But yeah, I was a bit surprised by that.
0: Uh, Just before we run down and and sort of, talk about the pluses and minuses of some of the other favorites there and not yep. want to go back to the Puerto Rico, but just well done to Jeff Ogilvie who finished, uh, oh, T 11 Yeah, absolutely. In Puerto Rico.
1: Um, absolutely. And good and well done to, um, David B and Scotty Adam in the, um, Teepster because they picked Je- Jeff Ogilvie this yeah. week. Some... Oh, sorry. And so did Kraft Golf. <laughs> of course he did.
0: I picked the other Australian, uh, that didn't make the cut, um, Harrison Endicott who, uh, Got me a, a first miss cut of the year. He um, withdrew, I think. He withdrew, yeah. So there you go. I
1: don't know. Yep. Um, too. But but just before we skip or- to that, before you say that, I was just gonna say for Puerto Rico, um, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people that had great results. Uh, Rockets Greenside rakes, I think is PK, DB Golf, Ed Hodge, Josh Beck, Nike, Hyfe. Head Rock 3 and the kid all picked Akshay Bhatia.
0: That's because we talked about him and we talked him up because he had his kid off and we talked talked, talked about Akshay Bhatia and then all of a
1: sudden, there he goes, bang, bang. And he goes, bang. And uh, in the Arnold Palmer, no one had uh, Kurt, but a couple had Rory and they were, I've got Screenside Race again, so PK's doubled up there. Bang. Rocket had him, Uh, the the real Rocket. Please stand up. Uh, Ed Hodge, I think Ed Hodge had the other one as well. KT, Carl Groders. Tish, who's had a good run. The Tour Junkie, is doing too well with DB, and Trout, 109. So all of those guys picked up $1.78 million. Um, Overall, Tish has gone to the top. Tish from SA. If he's not from SA, please correct me. I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, Sean D in second. Morgie third. Rocket Screen. So Rakes, which is PK, up to fourth. And Hyphy is in fifth. You, my friend... No way. No, no, find us all. Oh, we're all down the bottom. Uh Rockets thirty first. I'm thirty-third and you're thirty-fourth. There you go. We're what a, plotting. What a team. Midfield. Biding our time.
0: I've, I've I've kept all my big guns. Let's do a quick top fifteen. Um Yep. Top well, top, let's say top fourteen, t- including ties. Yeah, who we liked out of uh, the Arnold Palmer because it's. I think it sort of set some form lines for looking at the players, which we'll move across to. Mm. Before we get across to the players, I do have a giveaway. I promise giveaways. I promise when I, when I picked up some merch. So we're going to do a players giveaway. Uh, Related to it's not, well, I'm not giving away the paradigm, don't worry, but I am giving away something related to paradigm. We'll come back to yes. this. Okay, uh, T4, who do we like? Um, so we talked about space we talked about Scheffler, uh, T- mm. T- R- Hatton. It was good to see Turo Hatton up there, that angry. He's
1: angry he's loser. he's won here before, he's um, he had he has flashed some results here, so it wasn't super surprising to see him go well, but um. Yeah, I I was a little bit surprised. Um, Yeah, with any sort of form on the Sunday, could have been right in this. I mean, he's shot even past 72 and finished two off the the leader.
0: Uh, Some of our other favourites. Victor had a bit of a shocker on the last day. Um, Jason Day, we keep speaking last day. Uh, Jason Day continues to have some form resurgence. Uh, Jason Day is a full swing golf player. User as well. You can see the full swing golf uh, kit behind me there, which I'll be taking to the range to get the numbers on the Paradigm driver uh, very soon. Uh, but the other one, um, Fitzmagic and Thigala. We love Thigala. F- full swing yeah, stuff. Keegan Bradley. Don't love Keegan Bradley. Um, just not, lost a lot of
1: weight. Keegan. Looking it? very very lean. I don't know whether what okay. he's done with his diet, but he certainly changed. Um, just not changed f- his shape. He's never a big guy, but yeah. Not mm-hmm. just
0: not, don't like him, don't know him personally, obviously not, but uh, just not a massive fan. But he's doing well. He's had a couple of good uh, results this year.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, but Cam the way- Young, Cam Young, I, I actually, he was my pick this week and he just couldn't play the last four holes any good. But um he was right there. Who were you going to say you like? Foxy. I uh, knew you were going to say Foxy. 67 on Sunday, never hurts. Mm. Never hurts. So how did,
0: you know, I don't know the answer to this because how did Foxy get into that just on his world well, OWGR or? Um,
1: Don't know like I can do try and to, tell you that. Sort of put you on the spot. No, it's funnily enough because I am the consummate professional. I can tell you how he gets in. Top fifty world golf ranking.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep.
1: Yeah. Thomas Peters, you would have got in. There you go. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, he got in because pj website now has it on their list of the field, tells you how they got in. Love it. Love well, it. So well, when you ask me that question, i can tell you.
0: Well, I had a double white weekend picking Colin based on you told me to pick Colin, so I picked Colin. <laughs> Sorry. I uh, did, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have picked Herbie because I can't because I've already picked Herbie, but he missed the cut as well. Uh, Cam Davis yep. missed the cut. Um, yeah. Top Scott, Marty Laird. on you, Marty. Marty uh, Marty. Yeah. Anyway, that's about it. Uh, let's talk about the giveaway. Giveaway, and this is for the players. Yeah, well, we'll run, yep. it. We'll run it over the duration of the players. Cool. So, one Ooh. of the, one of the things I got from uh, the team at Callaway uh, in support of the launch of the Paradigm, which is everywhere, it's one on tour many many times already. Uh, Brendan Jones was using, it, as we said, it was a couple of bits of merch, which uh, I'm more than happy to give away. This here in my hands. Um, I'm holding it up to the screen so Mike can see it. He, I can already see him salivating. Uh, mm, I could use
1: that. This, I could use that for work.
0: This is an Ogeo backpack. Uh, it's, I'm not sure. What,
1: Who, what, what company owns Ogeo again?
0: Callaway owns Ogeo. Oh,
1: that's right. I love Callaway. They're good. I like those guys. Yep, yep. Uh, so this is. Uh, he, he asks, knowing the answer.
0: It says here on the world's, the, the world's best bags. This is the 25 litre Ogeo. Uh, ogeo backpack um it is the if you want to see what model it is what model is it oh, ross, Uh ross it's, it's good looking back at... looks um it's... looks waterproof too uh, I wouldn't say that it is a waterproof backpack, no. um, but it's the Renegade. So if you want to know what I'm giving away, it's the Renegade backpack. You can see on the IGA website, mm. uh, the Renegade backpack. It has a sensational front pocket here for your phone, your pens, your business cards, and all your things like that with a little clip that you can keep, clip your keys into while you're riding to um, to work. Then it has another pocket at the front here, which you can put your um, iPad. T- tablet, no tablet, in yeah your ipad yes that's what it's called a tablet phones and other bits in there and then it's got another pocket here for your sung uh no for your pens (laughs) up the top there yep of course then the main pocket up here uh what else has got up here? The main pocket, massive pocket up there. Oh! Hmm. oh, there's some more stuff inside here which I didn't realize. Is which, it? I which, can't of course, it. which of course we're also giving away. Uh there's a paradigm there? there's a, oh. a a Callaway Chrome Soft Paradigm uh tour hat. There it is. Right there.
1: I want I want all that stuff. There, 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 what, what, the that's a really nice hat. Of course it is. It's, it's a nice it. structured paradigm cap.
0: Yeah, it's the Paradigm, it's got all the, it's not, exactly what John Ram. That's a tour one, yeah, that's got all the logos on it and everything. Yeah, yeah, and then, oh, there's more in here too. Oh, look at that. This would be great. Water bottle. This would be great after your ride to work, Mike, after you've That, that
1: bag would actually be absolutely perfect for trip, day trips to Sydney. I really like yeah, I really like
0: that bag. Uh, the paradigm um, water bottle there, so the yep. steel, steel, you know, environmentally friendly water bottle, um, with pads in there, and then it's got the, this. This is what I love about the, the old Geo bag at the top. It's got this hard pack in here. See that? See oh, that? Yeah. Um, you can put your sunglasses in
1: there. I'll put my phone in there for when I fall off my bike.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Okay, and then of course at the back it's got the um the part for your laptop, and then the side pockets. It's magnificent. But that's, that is a great bag. Uh, that's not it, Mike. That's not it. The giveaways don't stop. At oh wait, that. there's more. That's got to be worth like a heap. That's actually worth some dollars. Um, that, 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 comfortably. Yeah, uh, that'd here, be a great bag. Uh, here we go. This is the other thing I'm going to give away as part of this. And I'll send it to anywhere in Australia. Uh, the Parachute Tour
1: Authentic uh, Callaway um, umbrella. Oh, umbrella. There you go. Oh. Right there. I need a tour umbrella. I need a Callaway umbrella because I'm playing a um. i I'm gaming a different brand. Of umbrella? Yep. Well, you're gaming a different
0: brand of umbrella bag, alignment stick covers. and Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, you, I'm still not sponsored. So it's okay. <laughs> you use Titleist. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, right? but I know, but I got Titleist bag, but I'm is, still Team Callaway.
0: Uh, This isn't sponsored. Like, I don't. I- no, you know, no I don't. I, I, i'm just giving no, stuff that they've given me away so i'm giving it away that's a ripper uh, That's a ha, ripper. how you win that that's that's the part of the competition which we haven't devised yet uh i think what do we do how do we give that away
1: pick john rahm's score Ooh! what for the whole week yeah okay how do they tell us
0: yeah well, it's going to be an instagram thing twitter well we can do it on twitter as well now we've got massive momentum on twitter
1: twitter or instagram um lee westwood is not allowed to play that's the only rule (laughs) i've got bolts didn't reply so he can do what he likes
0: um either either of those are colorway guys so they're not going to
1: um, oh maybe he would well yeah what about if they um so what they got to tweet his score final score so like x under or x over or even
0: yeah and what if he misses a cut he's not gonna miss the cut Best part in the world.
1: Maybe someone wants to take the punt and say he's going to miss it's the cart, and they might, might. And what if we get more than one person with the same one? We just draw it out.
0: Or yeah, like like we've done. We'll draw it. We'll draw it. We'll yep. If there's more than one, you know, we'll cut, bring it. We'll water it down to the people who are eligible, and then we'll just spin yep. the wheel, and, and someone will win. Just giving away the titleless bag to Dan Morsley, He's still got a smile as big as a harbour bridge so someone's yep. going to get this pack and then there's i've got another pack to give away for the next um major not that this is a major okay. but you know i've got more stuff to give away um so twitter?
1: twitter or um how would we do it on instagram though just the, or just
0: twitter Tw- twitter, no, twitter and instagram i'll put it on the instagram put it on twitter and you yep. it will be self-explanatory it just yep. just
1: follow like share subscribe or... make a post yeah put up a post with the with what ram will win and tag us and yeah. we'll write them all down
0: there you go. Um, Audio Backpack. Uh the um I like it. The players. Now, can the you players. Believe, can you believe it was a year ago then when we did one of our greatest videos of all time, which still gets viewed? You and I playing the uh, clutch holes at uh um, Does it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, it was a year People ago. laughing at us. It was a year ago. It does feel like uh I feel like it was colder then. But no, yeah, that'd be right. Yeah, God. Um, Yeah, big week. I'm not going to talk about the course. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows 17. Um, Everyone's going to be very excited to watch uh, the best golfers on the planet be tested by a course that literally um, gives everyone nerves no matter what level you're at. Um, Very tough finish. Um, Yeah, as we talked about, I think, in that video. uh, Ricky probably had one of the greatest um, steely-eyed finishes ever uh, when he won uh, a handful of years ago. But, um, yeah, done the data lake early. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a funny one. I wasn't shocked with the name that came up on top, but at the same time I was a little bit shocked, and that was Jason Day. So Jason Day has come up on top of the lake this week. Max Homer, Tom Kim, Colin Morikawa, Tom Hoagie, Tony Finow, Sheffler, Cantley, Rahm, no shock there, uh, T-Rail, Siwoo Kim, Sungjin, Adam Hadwin, Justin Rose, Chris Kirk. Um, so, yeah, there's a bit of value there, but there's also some very, very short favourites like John. Um, this week I'll be tossing up for my one and done between Day and Homer. They're my boys this week, and okay. they're my bets for our punters club.
0: Well, I can't follow you into either of those because both of those gentlemen are done for me
1: um well you can take um colin because the weather doesn't look too bad i've already checked the wind
0: i can't take colin because he's done i did him last week okay so it's either going to be rainbow or um one of the other people's uh, well
1: this is i think this is the biggest purse of the year 25 million 25 million they're playing for this week Bananas.
0: It's, it is a bananas amount of money. Uh, good, smattering it of, is. good smattering of Australians playing, of course. Uh, who have we got? Min Woo scraped in. Uh, Cam Davis, Adam Scott. Uh, got uh, Foxy from New Zealand. Uh, Harrison Endicott. Um, he, hopefully he performs better than he did last week. Bads. com is in.
1: Bads, uh, yeah.
0: Lukey Lucky Herbert um, is in, and um, Jason Day. A couple of Scots in there, Marty Laird and Rusty Knox. They're just holding up, uh, holding up the Scottish oh, golf they system. They just love it. They, they keep, love it. They just keep turning up. And as you said, a whole heap of other great golfers. Sort of you know anyone who's anyone is uh, is here. Jordan Spieth, K. H. Lee. Uh, you know who's top of the list there. That I <laughs> as soon as I clicked open the list of players, first one I saw.
1: Smotherman, Smotherman. <laughs> he's out in the first group with Minwoo. I'm not picking that fella. Smotherman. Hey, we re- round one leader, Austin Smotherman. Smother- actually, not, now, that he's, 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 now that we've spoken about him, he and Minwoo are the two to watch for round one leader. Write it down, everyone, because Minwoo loves a a uh, uh, fast start, and uh, Smotherman's not has been a bit up and down, but um. Yeah, both good golfers out on a fresh course early in the morning. If the breeze isn't up, you just never, never know.
0: Smotherman. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, <laughs> round one leader, Minwoo and Smotherman. Can you double those, guys? Can you have them? Can you, like,
1: you can, can – you yeah, you up? can have a do- – you can back each of them to win uh, round one leader and then if they both tie, you get half of each. So that's perfect. Yeah, right. Easy. Uh, yeah.
0: It's the one that we all want to watch. Uh, it's a great tournament. Um. No, Cam Smith. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, oh, it's always disappointing. Obviously, um, yeah. In a perfect world, the guys that are playing on the live events would be able to play against the best players in the world. And this is a the last few weeks. It's been the only downside of the elevated events is not having Cam and DJ. Um, And you name it an answer there. Um, And before anyone from Liv says, well, that's a PGA tool spot, yep, it is. At their membership pace, they have their own company and they let in who they want. And the other guys aren't there because they've gone somewhere else. So that ain't happening. We'll be able to see that the Masters uh, see them all back together. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, But yeah, it is disappointing. It was really good when Cam won last year because even though he'd won the, the tournament of champions you know, a month before, two months before, it was really the first big win of the year. Like that that was one where I think Cam went from a guy that was a good golfer that was going to pinch one every now and then to a players championship winner, which was big and then set up his year and then it cap it off with the open it was just as a great year. Such a great year of golf. It's it is the flat spot of this year not seeing him play much, much more than DJ and DJ's still a very, very, very good golfer.
0: Yeah, our report said he's going to go and just participate and you know watch the, watch the event. Yeah, <laughs> do, is that do you think that's true or not?
1: Uh, I I don't. <laughs> you know what, with Cam, I would not be shocked if someone if they had a if somehow he's he's pulled the uh, mullet up into a hat and sort of walked on the course and's having a few beers. Um, he does live right near there. Um, he has said that he he's going to miss it. He's definitely going to watch it. He's certainly he said he'd be watching it on TV. It said it's a great event, and and that's great that he's just honest and says what he thinks. He's not not towing a line of no, I, you know I hate them. Um I'd love for him to be there and just wander around, but I think it would be an absolute circus if he did. I think people would be going mental. We need to wear a fake beard or a you know. Yeah, <laughs> carrying around Austin Smotherman's ID with a fake ID or something. It's
0: just not going to happen, is it? He can't. He no. can't go there. I wonder. You probably wouldn't be allowed to go. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, I was sure. thinking that. His ban um, would be all-encompassing. You you can't play and you can't attend.
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think that'd be disappointing if the BJ tour was that petty. I mean, if he wanted to buy a ticket and go, um, yeah, I, I, I don't see why they'd be, you know. Mm. Yeah, I'd, that'd be disappointing if I didn't let him in if you really wanted to go and have a look. Um, I do know it's pretty common, I'll say folklore out there, allegedly that um, he has been um, rescinded a few memberships in the area that have ties to the PGA Tour, that he basically can't go and practice at certain courses in the area, which is pretty disappointing. Um, but yeah, I think that if Cam Smith... He's just, an, he's just any other person and wants to go and watch a golf event. Yeah, if the PJ Tour said you can't come in, that would be that would be disgraceful. Well, I'm going to I'm t- not saying it won't happen. No, <laughs> go, it's it would be go, terrible.
0: I'm tipping that he's not going to be there, but um, of course not. But,
1: if you uh, if you've okay. seen what his house looks like, he's got his Lamborghini and whatever he's got, and he's and mate, he's sitting there on the couch with a fridge full of 4x and enjoying the day by the pool. Yeah, where
0: he should be. And if you're his Queensland mates, um. Yeah, you'd probably rather go around there and hang out and watch it from oh. over there than, than go to the course, wouldn't you? But uh, anyway.
1: Sam Mark- Smith says, here's my trophy on the wall. From when I won it last year, let's go and sit by the pool. We can watch a bit on TV. Okay. and um, Yeah. Mike we no there's some other stuff
0: that we didn't talk about we didn't talk about the Indian Open um but uh we probably the Indian Open yeah the Indi- uh, not the Indian Open uh, what was um last week at the DP World Tour the- I don't
1: know maybe it was the Indian Open I don't know it was the Indian Open we we we, 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 we. Ah, that was 2 weeks ago wasn't it uh the hero guess, hero yeah. that was 2 weeks ago yeah there was so, no week. I don't think it was
0: last week. Yeah, that was in the open week before and the Kenya Open this week. Kenya. Uh, we the ma- the, the Kenya. The magical Kenya. Um, it's magical. Magical <laughs> Kenya. The, the Mutiaga, uh, Muti- your Mutiaga.
1: Your boy. Is, um, your boy is Your a red-hot favorite. Bobby Mack. Bobby, Bobby Mack's not going to win it. <laughs> I <don't> know. Well, <laughs> Bobby Mack, Antoine Rosner, Adi, Adriano... Uh a Tegri Becker, sorry. Uh Wieschen, Marcel Cm. Mars LCM. lean field. You know,
0: really Bobby Mac should be playing at the players and uh, you know, his form is just you know, it's it's a worry for me being a Scottish golf fan, uh, for Bobby and, and his Ryder Cup aspirations and yeah, you know, it's probably questionable at the moment. Um, if he's got his that.
1: last one, two, his last five starts were a twentieth, a thirty-eighth, a miscut, fifty-seventh, a and a thirty-seventh.
0: Yeah, he finished thirty-seventh at the Indian Open. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, the Athena was the other event that was played last week yes. down here in Melbourne Sandbelt. That. Uh, at uh, Sandy Lynx, and as, mm-hmm. as we were reminded every time that the commentators spoke, that it's a great course, and uh, it's just across the road from Royal Melbourne, and the greens are just like Royal Melbourne, so if you can't play Royal Melbourne, go across and play at Sandy Links because it's just like Royal Melbourne. Um, sort of, kind of, but not really. Yeah. But in terms of an event, it's a fun event where the – okay, it's not the cream of the crop of women's – Elite amateur and and elite professional golfers play, but it was a great field of young, aspiring, developing women professionals and elite amateurs. Probably not the same quality as field of last year, where they had some PJ Tour, uh, LPGA Tour players in there, as in um, Karis Davison, Grace Kim, um, Steph Bunkey was Steph there Bunke, last she... year, Kirsten Rudley who was an amateur yeah. at the stage who won the thing, yeah, um, who was. World-class amateur at that stage, had won numerous events in uh, world amateur uh, status. This year, a different field, uh, same format, the skills challenges on the Saturday and then the four-hole stroke play, match play type scenario on the Sunday, Mm. uh, which was three holes last year, four holes this year, which was run by Grace Lennon, now talking about Callaway's talking about. Grace is a Callaway ambassador. She uh, was talking to Grace down at the Callaway Paradigm launch at PK a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks ago. Coaches at Albert Park. um, Plays on the WPGA Tour in Australia. Wonderful, wonderful young ambassador for golf in Melbourne in Australia. Great Person uh, and a great coach by all accounts. I get a lot of women coming into the store that have been to Grace and, and done the programs that Grace runs at Albert Park. They love Grace's coaching, and she's just, a, just an all round great girl and obviously a very good player. Mm. Um, and she won. Um, we had our own Keely Marks down there, so I've known Keely since she was 13. She finished like fourth in the skills challenges. What a great opportunity for young Keely, whose star continues to rise. She's about to go off to uh, Iowa. Um, for her full scholarship, golf scholarship, and join the Iowa Cyclone Eaters, uh, Iowa State University, not a bad school, not a bad system to play golf in. Um, Justice Bosio, he'll tee it up at the Masters in the uh, Augusta National Women's Golf uh, Championship, uh, coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else do we have? Um,
1: well, the one who was runner up was Sarah Yamaki Branch. Um, in the final, she lost to Grace. It was it was a bit of a tussle early. Um, Sarah was away. Um, got it by one on the first hole. They tied the second hole. But yeah, the path three that anyone who's been down to Sandy um, will know the path three that goes down to the road that faces Royal Melbourne. Um, it was, it's it's normally the seventh. I think the path three, I think it's actually called Mike's something or other. Mike's got his name on the, on the uh, name of the hole. But a uh, path three, um, not a long hole. I think they were only hitting eight irons in. Uh, They were talking about the fact that you really can't fly it all the way to the hole. The pin was right on the front because it'll just kick all the way out the back. Um, Sarah teed off first and pulled up a little left and a little short, and she ran over into the rough. And Grace hit one as perfect as you are going to hit it. Um, Just landed on the swale short, jumped up to about five feet. Uh, So she marked her ball. Sarah had a chip that skirted a little too far through. Mr. Park coming back tapped in bogey, and as you would expect, Grace knocked in the birdie, and that was the two-shot swing. They went to the last and both made a par five, and that was it. It was a thirty-thousand-dollar two-shot swing on that on that third hole. So, it was pretty, um, yeah. Nerve wracking, I think, for both of them. They looked like they were, um, both felt like they were enjoying it. Especially Sarah; she, they said, kept commenting the fact that she was enjoying the noise and the sound and the music was dancing around a little bit earlier in the earlier in the event. Um, but yeah, it was it was good to watch. I think it's I think these sorts of things are great to watch. I would love to get love to have been out there and, and watch myself, but I was actually playing golf this weekend. But um, no, it was good.
0: Look, anything that highlights the the skills uh, and the quality of the, the women golfers that we have here in Australia and obviously puts the opportunity for some money uh, and decent money. You know, what was the prize? Was it 30? 30
1: grand for furs, I think it was, yeah, 30 yeah. or
0: 40. That is a serious amount of money um, for a for a golfer of any status uh, mm. in Australia to win. So uh, that's game changer for Grace and uh, well done to her. But it's a great and, event and, and they're trying to do something th- different. And That's and we- exactly right,
1: something different. And it's... Uh, you summed it up well with the skill stuff you know like people watching that are getting more out of it than just a, uh, an event you know like yep we could watch a two days of stroke play but to watch these these girls go through or these women go through these little different challenges is actually a lot of fun because we've all tried it ourselves we've all been down the chipping green and um tried to play bunker shots some funny little spots and yeah watching them do it is is i love that i think it's really good such a great idea
0: the My Love of Golf Skills Challenge down there, brought to you by.
1: Oh, as long as they're not in the bunkers, which you will play that one off me, I'll, I'll. We can do the other ones. I can side saddle putt. Well, it'll be great and video it. Uh,
0: so I've got the bunkers covered. You can do the chipping, yeah, right, okay. Well, it could be, could oh, be interesting. I know. But yeah, have to get, have to get a market up. Is there a,
1: <laughs> so scores
0: of scores, can, scores can, of zero beat? Can we get teeps that are run a <laughs> teeps to uh,
1: list for um, Mike and Ross? Uh, well, Rockets gentlemen? Rockets coming down soon, so we'll get we'll get Doc marketing and Ross, and we'll yeah, we'll get it all going. It's never going
0: to happen, but I'd love to be able to. The perfect place to do something like that's a PK around that. Uh, around the, yeah, uh around
1: let's
0: do the, it. the skills challenge there on the <laughs>
1: Find a night before daylight savings is over and we can sort it out.
0: Uh, speaking of before daylight savings is over, we've got we've got a couple of games of golf. We've got one game of golf coming up, yourself and myself, which uh hopefully is still gonna come off. We can talk about that more later, but we're not gonna talk about it yep. until it does happen. Um yep. all good stuff happening for the Mile Lover golf team. Uh Mike, that's
1: about oh, it. Anything yeah. else? Anything else? No, I'm playing in another um open amateur this weekend. Where are you off to? Playing a course I've never played. Where? Rossdale. Oh, down my way. Down your way. When? Yeah. When? Sunday. What time are you teeing off? I don't know. Yet. I haven't published it two times. Oh, I haven't got the haven't got the uh, the rankings out yet. No. So I'm th- sure I'll be in probably one of the first two groups out, being one of the um Max handicappers. <laughs> so this is an Ivo Witten? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good on you. Sunday. Yeah, well last minute um the cheese man who yeah. came to Palmbugle with us, yes, I think it, cheese did. Yeah, but yeah. cheese as uh, was looking, we were looking for a game this week, and I said, "Oh, there's another one of those events on." And um, cheese's handicap, I think, is around 16. The max entry was 18, and uh, there's only about 80 people that had entered, and a field of 99. And uh, they did the final cut yesterday, and what happened? They had too many entrants, so they did the reverse and took out all the, you know the higher handicaps and Cheese didn't make the final cut So and then I was playing by myself Sunday but he got a note today saying he got in so he's in on an emergency or <laughs> sponsor's invitation or whatever he's in on I thought he would come and caddy for him but oh, so yeah cheese the,
0: cheese the old 15th alternate gets uh, gets a call up
1: got in yeah Rocket wouldn't have been happy That Rocket would have been asking for the Corn Fairy guys to get him before Cheese which is probably fair enough to <laughs> oh
0: dear um, well is Cheese still
1: hitting like the world's most left to right cut. Cheese is hitting the a different shot shape every time I see him. He's the one man that – he's actually quite a good golfer. He just needs to go and get some lessons and get it straightened out. But I think he's one of those guys that watches YouTube and then goes and tries stuff because sometimes I see him and he's hitting these – can't stop hitting these big – ropey hook draws and then the next time I see him he's hitting a cut and he's doing some sort of different body shape but I mean he went from an 18 handicap down to a 12 handicap in the first couple of years I knew him and now he's kind of slowly drifted out the last probably 18 months
0: it was funny when we met cheese when I met cheese and uh what's his golf swing and I asked him two questions uh one question have you had lessons he said yeah I've got a coach and I knew exactly who his coach was based on his golf swing
1: oh that's right
0: I knew exactly who it was it was so Textbook for that particular coach. Anyway, doesn't
1: matter. Um, still here. and he needs he needs to come and see you for some new clubs. Yeah, well, I'm still there, so he's just he's, to... he's playing some tireless irons from a long time ago that, with all due respect to cheese, came from a really good golfer because they've got a, a you know a rusted ball where right in the sweet spot. Um, but he needs to needs to upgrade the irons. And you, I should have mentioned as well, Ross. I have been playing a lot of golf on um, weekends of late, and just meeting up with the random people, and I always say. Go down the drummond and see Ross. So yeah, if there's anyone coming in, I want you to keep note. And there's got to be a percentage sling coming back my way to help pay for my
0: golf well, trips. I think you. I think you've, you'll get looked after, Mike. Don't worry <laughs> about that. But uh, I don't want to disappoint anyone because I'm not there that much. In my, no, that's my, all right. my new venture of working, doing some other stuff, and uh, then yeah, money there. Like in if, two days a week. Two days a week. Literally, yeah, one just, of them.
1: One of them's a weekend day. You'd say most people are coming through on a weekend. Oh, you know,
0: it's like uh, just gonna make an appointment. Just call my.
1: That's people, it. Call my people. <laughs> my people, or your people?
0: Ah, uh, no, no. Everyone knows who who where to get me. They can. I'm very available. So if anyone wants to talk about any stuff like that, not to come and see me at my golf shop but if you want to go to any of the and golf stores all around the country i can point you in the direction of who you want to talk to where you want to go and what you want to be talking about no problems answering any of those questions and about the golf no problems there you were going to say mike
1: I was gonna say, yes. I just remembered one of the guys I played with on the weekend, he played with a guy from Drummond, Frankston and his name was I wanna say Richmond? Was yes. it Richmond? Yes, Richmond. There you go. Yeah. There you go. It's uh, uh,
0: world. Richmond is the manager down there at Drummond Golf, Frankston. a uh, good young fellow. Um, yeah, very, very, very well established member of the team. Uh, Craig Funch. Uh, embarrassing. I went blank. Oh, went blank there and forgot uh, who was the other gentleman from Callaway fitting team that fitted me with with, with, Ma- with Mark Wong. It was Craig Funch. Now, if you know Craig Funch's name, he was at the National for 27 years as the pro and coach and everything else down there at the National. So, a lot of people know Craig and have been fitted by Craig. He's now uh, exclusively working with Callaway at uh, the head office there. So, it was Craig. Sorry I went blank there. I am getting old and it is a little bit late, Mike. So, it is. Um, yeah. Well, have a great week, everyone. Have a great week. Mike, uh, look forward to setting the Twitter world alight again. Uh, oh, yeah. It'd be good if it had an impact on our listens. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see that in the numbers. Uh, maybe not, but uh, maybe. appreciate everyone listening. We'll see you next week on the My Love of Golf podcast.